Hi, we started a conversation about what to do with your property after you've bought it and you're holding it. Uh, I'll be sharing more information about that today. You're watching Online in Kenya. I'm Solomon Wangwe. The other thing you can do with your property after you've fenced it, you've sorted out the accessibility and you've made sure that it has utilities like power and water is landscaping. Very easy way to make your property more desirable while you're using it and even later when you're selling. You know, things like trees, flowery bushes, uh, paved walkways go a long way in increasing your value and also convincing someone later on to buy. If my property looks nicer than yours and we're next to each other, chances are I'll get a buyer faster than you will. Right? So that's an important thing to do. The other thing you can do while you're holding is develop structures onto your property. Whether it's an outhouse or a place for your caretaker to stay, uh, just make, make sure it's decent uh, because that can also devalue your property. If you're putting up um, what we call mabati structures or sheet metal structures, that's a completely different proposition than stone or cement structures with uh, ceramic tiles and so on. So you want to make sure that as you make these interventions along every step of the way that it adds value to your property. Also let me just point out that with every intervention that you make, generally speaking, for example, you spend 1 million shillings on fencing your property, uh, the value increment will be more than the cost of the fencing. So it's, it's a no-brainer. If you're going to hold a property for a while, take steps to increase its value while you're waiting because it will be more value in your pocket later. So I'll give you a few examples of some inf interventions that we ha ourselves have taken on properties that we've owned. This happened in Nanyuki actually. We bought a particular piece of land and decided to fence it. Uh, we went for concrete posts, you know, they were eight foot high concrete posts, uh, much like the ones you'll see on government properties. Uh, the reason we went with concrete posts is because they last longer, they don't get eaten by termites, and they're much harder to steal because they are planted in the ground with cement and ballast and all that stuff. Uh, so it makes more sense. They are costlier than wooden posts, obviously, but they last longer. The, the other reason is because wooden posts very often get stolen and get used for firewood. If you use barbed wire, those will get stolen by some random guy who wants to go fence his property elsewhere, especially if you don't have security present on the property. So we took this step and did the concrete posts, but we made a huge mistake. We took time to install the chain link after the posts were up. And so what happened in the meantime is some idle herdsmen, uh, as far as we can tell, came along and destroyed every single one of those posts because they were after the steel uh, metal that goes inside the post for reinforcing, right? What they use it for, who knows, scrap metal uh, or whatever. But the point is, if you're going to take these interventions, make sure you plan yourself uh, adequately to spend enough money to finish the job at once right and we're recovering from that at the moment but one of the interesting things that happened while we were doing the fencing is that people were offering us a little bit more than we were asking or intending to ask for the land simply because of the security that 
the new fence posts implied. So it's a great way to add value to your property while you're waiting. Another important thing to do um, is to do beacons. Uh, we at Goshen Acquisitions, for example, install six foot tall, 10 inch diameter, concrete steel reinforced beacons. We do that on every corner of our property simply because it ensures that we avoid boundary disputes in the future. Now by law, there's what we call general boundaries and fixed boundaries. Most property in Kenya falls under general boundaries, which means they are not fixated to a global GPS system. Uh, they are simply surveyed by a licensed surveyor and there's a general margin of error of three to five meters in any direction, right? And by law, you're not allowed to erect a permanent structure on a general boundary property. Uh, so if you're gonna do that, you have to be in agreement with your neighbor so that later on they don't see that you encroach five meters into their property or vice versa. But this is one of the key things that we do on all our property just to ensure that the boundaries are clearly demarcated and also makes your property more um, interesting to a future buyer. So those are some of the ways you can increase value on your property while you're holding. Thank you for watching. If you have any questions or comments you want to make about this, feel free to reach out to us. Check out our website. We have great information about our Nanuki property, uh, only 500 meters from Laikipia's first championship golf course with amazing views of Mount Kenya. All the information is up. All our social media platforms are up and running as well. You're watching Own Land in Kenya. I'm Solomon Wangwe. Stay tuned for more information on strategic land investment.